Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are continuing through the Gospel of Matthew, the 20th chapter. At the end of that chapter, we're going to begin with verse 29, and we're going to look at an account here, something that happened with Jesus. And we're going to look at Matthew, Mark, and Luke again, because all three Gospels have an account of this. And uh, each one has a detail, and we need to know these details. So here's Matthew chapter 20, verse 29. As they were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. And two blind men sitting by the road, Hearing that Jesus was passing by, I cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. The crowd sternly told them to be quiet, but they cried out all the more, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. And Jesus stopped and called them and said, what do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Lord, we want our eyes to be open. Moved with compassion, Jesus touched their eyes and immediately they regain their sight and follow him. Now, some really interesting things here that we will see uh, in the other passages also as we go along. We see that Jesus is traveling along. A large crowd is following him. And uh, two blind men, in Matthew you see this two blind men. They want to know what all the ruckus is about. They tell him, hey, is Jesus going by? And they immediately start crying out, Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, Son of David. It is a point, a declaration of faith. Did you notice how the crowd responded? The crowd told them to be quiet, told them sternly to be quiet. That's what the masses do, folks. That's what crowds do. They were always terrified of their little uh, parade being messed with, okay, of things being disruptive, of not being in control of something. And the ones that need the Lord the most, when they cry out so often, the crowd, particularly the religionist, will sit there and sternly warn them to be quiet. Now let's go to Mark real quick, so our time's short. Mark, the 10th chapter, beginning with verse 46. Let's see what Mark says about this. Then they came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a large crowd, a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the road. So in Mark account, he focuses on one of the men. He doesn't mention two men. He just focuses on one. He tells us and gives us his name and his father's name. Verse 47. When he heard that it was Jesus the Nazarene, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. So that whole thing that Jesus, that son of David, is a, a declaration. I know who you are. Matthew said he called him Lord. And he said, have mercy on me. Many were sternly telling him to be quiet, but he kept crying out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Why would they sternly be telling him to be quiet? Yeah, they're probably embarrassed by him. We're embarrassed by the least among us. We're embarrassed by folks like that. Isn't that horrible? But that's, that's the actuality of it. They didn't want to be distracted by this. Verse 49, And Jesus stopped and said, Call him here. Jesus stopped as they were going and saying, get that guy over here. Verse 49 continues. So they called the blind man, saying to him, take courage, stand up. He is calling for you. So what were they saying before? They were saying, shut up, shut up, quit being disruptive. 
right? They were sternly warning him to be quiet. And now they're getting all pious and religious. Take courage. Stand up. He's calling for you. Well, no thanks to you. You know, you're trying to get me to shut up. <laughs> it's just how people are, you know. Verse 50, throwing aside his cloak, he jumped up and came to Jesus. You know, there's a lot of little details here that I, I think we can glean some interesting things from. You know, he's blind. His life would have been consumed by asking for alms or begging. He would not have had much. He couldn't work for things. One of the few things he would have had was a cloak, a thing that covered him, that protected him, that kept him warm, that kept him cool, okay? He threw that aside. He didn't care. He threw it by the side. He didn't look at somebody and say, hey, hang on to this for me while I go over there, okay? He just threw it aside, and he jumped up, and he came to Jesus. And answering him, Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? You know, that's an intriguing question, isn't it? And I think it's a great question for us to realize the Lord may be asking us, what do you want me to do for you? We're sitting there thinking, hey, he's blind, you know. Uh, he wants to regain his sight. Well, perhaps, but maybe not. Jesus asked that question a few times in the Scripture. What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabboni, I want to regain my sight. That Rabboni, it means teacher, but it's more than that. It means my master. He's declaring that, Jesus, you are my master. I want to regain my sight. Interesting, he wanted to regain his sight, which means he probably had sight before and something has happened and he doesn't have it now. And Jesus said to him, go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and began following him on the road. In Matthew, it said that Jesus was moved with compassion and he touched his eyes. That's true. But in Mark, we see that Jesus, we learn a little more. Jesus says that your faith has made you well. Your faith in what? The fact that he is Messiah, that he is Lord, that you cried out and you called upon him. Now let's look at Luke. We'll learn some more. 18th chapter Luke, verse 35. As Jesus was approaching Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the road begging. Now hearing a crowd going by, he began to inquire what this was. They told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. And he called out, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way were sternly telling him to be quiet. Now, that's interesting. Matthew says the crowd was telling him sternly, be quiet. Mark says many were telling him, be quiet, be quiet. Luke says the ones that were leading. The ones that were leading the little parade here, the crowd, the entourage that were leading Jesus out of Jericho, they were telling him to be quiet, the leaders. But he kept crying out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. So you notice he just keeps crying, keeps crying. And Jesus stopped and commanded that he be brought to him. And when he came near, he questioned him, what do you want me to do for you? And he said, Lord, I want to regain my sight. And Jesus said to him, receive your sight. Your faith has made you well. <coughs> so you see here that it's the faith of the man in the Lord Jesus Christ that had made him well. And how was that faith manifest? He believed. He called him Lord called him son of David, cried out for his mercy, repeatedly re cried, repeatedly cried, even when the crowd was saying, be quiet. Now watch this, verse 43 of Luke. Immediately he regained his sight and began following him, glorifying God. So what was his response? He regained his sight. He began to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, and he was glorifying God and when all the people saw it, they gave praise to God. See, when the people saw this, they gave praise to God. 
They, they gave praise to Jesus. They were following Jesus. They were amazed by his teaching. They were amazed by what he was doing, what we would call miraculous and miracles. Well, that's fine. But I think too often that we think miracles are for, are for another time and another place, and we don't realize that really the life of the true believer is living this way. And if we live this way and do what he says in John 14, the works that I do you will do also, and even greater works, this will be the outcome, that all the people will praise God. Right now, we try to be cute. We try to gain attention. We try to get people to come be a part of something and to do something and then uh, try to get them to understand things about God and try to introduce them to God and this kind of stuff. No, 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 no. They see the power of the Most High God moving, and they praise God. Some will believe unto salvation. Some will just praise God and not believe. That's an interesting thing, is it not? Bartimaeus and his friend right here believed. They received healing. Because of that, they glorified God, and the people glorified God. I would submit to you that this right here is a major element.